Welcome to Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, the effortlessly easy path to weight loss. Listen to Jen and learn the truth about dieting and the simple truth about why diets do not work and what does. Now, here's Jen. Thanks for tuning in today to another episode. I hope it's not too echoey in here. I wanted to do a podcast on how to eat healthy without dieting and give you some really practical tips. And I know my intention for this podcast was lots of stories, illustrations of how to take these concepts and use them in real life because that was what I wish I had had when I was struggling, stories and examples and really just illustrations of, okay, well, what does this actually look like? How can I take this concept of hunger and fullness and feeling your emotions and what does that look like in real life? But today I wanted to deviate a little bit from that and give you a couple practical tips to take away and focus on eating healthy without dieting. And I, I almost don't even want to say eating healthy because there's so much baggage around that because when people say, oh, I'm just trying to eat healthy, or I'm just trying to eat clean, it can still feel very diety. And honestly, in the Normal Eaters Club, when I talk to all the women that are in there, and even one-on-one when I work with people, I really am mindful of the language I use. And I don't always say eat healthy. I often reframe it to say, how can I find something that's nourishing? How can I find something that's satisfying? How can I find something nutritious? How can I add something nutritious to my meals? So I'm really mindful of the language I use around it, and I encourage you to do the same because the way we talk to ourselves is so important. And even saying, like, i got to eat healthy today, I mean, that is, is can, can, you can put so much pressure on yourself. It's like, oh, my gosh, okay, i got to eat broccoli, and i got to eat salads, and I have to eat smoothies, and I can't have any cookies, and it's it, implies these restrictions and rules oftentimes. So I did title this How to Eat Healthy Without Dieting, but I want you to just be mindful of how that feels to you. So if that still feels like a restriction you're putting on your food, maybe reframe it in a way that feels better to you. So before I get into the five little practical tips for you to take away and practice and implement into your own life, I want to remind you before we get into the day-to-day stuff to remember that this is a big picture endeavor. So in the diet mindset and when we're trying to lose weight, it's it's very urgent. Like whole 30, we got 30 days, we got to make it happen. And Weight Watchers and cutting out carbs and doing something for six weeks or seven days, it's very urgent. Like we almost have this sort of franticness around it which, is that a word? I don't know. Um, It sounds good, though, the franticness. You know exactly what I mean, (laughs) what I mean when I say that. So it sort of, like, puts pressure on ourselves. There's a time we put on it, and we expect X result by the end of X days. So this path is the complete opposite of that, and it really takes a while to shift out of that mindset because this isn't – something we are done. And that's not to send you away screaming because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never done. It's only to say that this is a very wide winding path. So if you imagine dieting like a tightrope and and there's this 
very small, like half an inch little rope that you're supposed to stand on that you have to stick to that you can't get you can't fall off of or you're doomed and you failed. This is a wide winding path where there's room for experimentation and falling down and making a mistake and picking yourself back up and learning from the lessons and there's no you might be meandering sideways for a bit but you're still on that path and you're still going to move forward so just remember that when you are thinking of how to reframe this and I mean honestly I remind my I used to remind myself of that daily like, this is the big picture thing. This is not 30 days, even though I wanted it to be 30 days and then I was done. It, it took me a really long time to get that. And if you've been listening to this podcast or read my blog, I talk about my own struggle with the acceptance that it's a journey and there's no instant result. And I, I fought that tooth and nail for so long. So hopefully I'm going to save you that same fighting and you get the hang of looking at the big picture faster than I did. So the five tips for you to eat in a way that is nutritious, that is satisfying, that is nourishing, here they are. First one, eating mindfully, eating without distractions is huge in helping you hear what your body is saying. And I am like raising both hands right now to say that I, I struggle with mindful eating. I am a fast person, a fast eater by nature, a fast talker. So hopefully I'm not too fast on this podcast, but I do things quickly and to slow down can sometimes be agonizing when we aren't used to it. So what mindful eating does for you is it helps you start to hear hunger, hear fullness, hear that response from your body, hear what your body's saying in response to what you've eaten. And it really opens up the doorway to listen and hear the messages our bodies are always giving us. But oftentimes we go too fast and we can't hear them. So if you're eating with distractions, you're watching TV, you're reading a book, you're listening to something on your phone, you're texting someone, you're checking email, you're trying to clean the house, you're trying to drive. I mean, all the things that we do while we're eating, and yes, I'm guilty of many of them, um, it's really a lot harder to hear what your body's saying. And just experiment with it. You know, you're not going to eat mindfully every single meal for the rest of your life. I mean, I barely do it once a day, but I often come back to this when I'm feeling frantic or hurried or just rushed. I really make an effort to slow down how I'm eating because it helps me to slow down in the rest of my day. And really it helps me hear better. It helps me hear what my body's saying. It, that that um, fullness signal is so small and so subtle and so quiet that if we're not eating without distractions, oftentimes it's really hard to hear. And in the beginning, that's really important to create that space to be able to hear what your body's saying. The second thing is use smaller plates. So my fiance does this all the time. I, I don't do it a lot anymore, but this really helped me in the beginning to look at what I was eating in a way that didn't feel restrictive, but tricked my brain into thinking I was eating more. So sometimes we have a very skewed portion sense. And that's not to say, look at portion control. It's it's to say, that sounds very diety. I mean, that makes me want to just run away screaming right there. But if you use a smaller plate, 
it automatically ties into number one and it slows you down. So you finish the plate and you have to say, okay, I finished that. Do I want more? Um, and it's, it's a subtle trick of the brain to just your brain, you know, if you took the same amount of food and you put it on a small plate versus a bigger plate, it looks like you're eating more on a smaller plate. So again, not to use that as like a little diet trick, but to use it as a way to slow you down, to help you be more aware of what quantities of food feel like in your body. The third thing is move your body. And this might not sound like it's related to food, but I found for me and so many of the women I work with, moving your body in some way, whether that's walking, swimming, spin class, a gym class, dancing around your house, doing a video on your TV that involves some kind of music, dance, movement, etc. It helps and I don't even want to say motivate, it helps inspire you to take better care of your body. So our bodies like to move. And when we move our bodies, it's much easier to fill them with nutritious, delicious foods versus when we're feeling lethargic and we're laying around a lot and we aren't moving. So it's just a way to sort of kickstart that inspiration for yourself, just taking a walk around the block after dinner, taking a walk in the morning, going for a run taking a bike ride, moving your body helps you be more aware of what you're doing to your body because it puts you more in touch with it. The fourth thing is adding more veggies to your meals. So when I feel like I'm not quite eating enough vegetables, again, not from a rule saying you have to eat vegetables, but from a body response of, wow, it feels like I'm not getting enough nutritious foods enough of the nutrients, minerals, and vitamins I need, I try to add veggies to each meal. So let's say for breakfast, I have scrambled eggs and toast. I try and add some spinach, add some tomatoes or red peppers in my in my eggs and make an omelet. Um, that's actually really the only one I can think of for breakfast because I doubt anyone's going to really just like cut up some carrots and peppers and, and eat them for breakfast, but adding them to something. And for lunch, I might add a side salad. For dinner, I might add some grilled veggies or some baked veggies or something frozen. You know, pop that in the microwave really quickly or put it on the stove. So see where you can add vegetables. And again, I talk a lot about this um, on my coaching calls. And there's a, there's a subtle line between that rule that says I have to eat a salad because it's healthy and I'm supposed to. And... I'm going to try and add some more nutrition to my meals because I know it's really great for my body. It, it's a subtle difference in the way we say it and the way we speak to ourselves. And trying to add some more vegetables can be an easy way to to just have you start thinking about how can I get creative with, with, with eating more nutritious foods. And again, notice I say nutritious foods. I, I, I try so hard to be mindful of the language because sometimes – especially for me in the beginning of my of my healing and my own working through these issues for myself, eating healthy sounded like a diet. Like, yeah, I'm just going to try and eat healthy today. It was very diety for me. So I want you to, you know, you might not be like that or you might be like that, but just see how it feels within you. And adding more vegetables can be a great way to not have it be a rule that you're saying to yourself, but just be a way you're taking care of yourself. The fifth thing is sort of a two-parter. Look at quality and quantity of your food. So notice I didn't say don't cut out processed refined sugar, and notice I didn't say 
you know, measure out a half a cup of oats. Rephrasing it to say, look at quality and quantity. How can I improve the quality of my food? Because think of the difference when you have a homemade chocolate chip cookie versus a Chips Ahoy cookie. For me, the difference is so great. I mean, I don't even want store-bought cookies because I'm like, well, if I'm going to eat dessert, I want real quality homemade desserts and I want to enjoy them and not just have it be like I have one, I want another one and any sort of, you know, that kick starts the I want 17 cookies. So looking at improving the quality of your food, how can you find really great quality foods that you're eating. It makes such a difference because it, it's innately more satisfying when you have fresh veggies from the farmer's market or homemade ice cream or, you know, homemade bread. I mean, that's, that's okay, not that I make homemade bread. Actually, I don't think I've made it ever. But um, when you get like a loaf from the bakery, I mean, that's so much more satisfying than buying some bread off the shelf. So looking at quality and then also quantity, you know, how much satisfies me? How much of this cereal, of this steak, of this salad, of this, why can't I think of another example, of a pizza, um, that's always my default example, how much of this feels good in my body? And that's another way to shift it from a calorie count, from points, from something else that measures and moves it into more of you listening to you and you getting in touch with what your body wants. So a quick recap, ways to help you eat healthier without dieting, mindfulness, eating without distraction. Second thing, use smaller plates. Third, move your body. Fourth, add veggies to your meal, get creative with that. And five, looking at quality and quantity of your food. So I hope that helps and there's one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, I hosted a retreat last year, and we we did some work around quality, quantity, and taste. And I loved thinking of these words instead of the words that we associate with weight loss or dieting because it changes how you relate to it. So if you're looking at, mm, how can I look at the quality of what I'm eating, that is so different than saying, yep, I've got to cut out sugar and processed food and refined white flour and all that stuff that we say to ourselves. It feels very different. So I can't, there was a story I was going to tell. I totally can't remember it. But anyway, I guess I'll save it for the next episode I do. I hope this helps. And I'd love to hear if you have anything to add, any other tips that you've worked with or have helped you. And yeah, shoot me an email, info at jenhan.com, or come on over to the blog. I'm always on Facebook if you want to connect with me that way. And um, thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining Jen today, and come back and listen to Jen anytime on her page at our website, cwrtalknetwork.com. If you have questions for Jen, send them to jenhan at cwrmedia.net. Tell your friends about Jen and the effortlessly easy path to weight loss. Thanks for listening.